Welcome to The Word at First Pres, the official podcast for First Presbyterian Church of Arlington Heights. Once a year at First Presbyterian Church, we offer for members of our congregation to preach on Lay Preaching Sunday. This year, we have two people who are preaching, Jody Rowley and Ingrid Kaufman, who have offered to give us two sermons, one on the notion of finding God in your own life, and the second on the issue of forgiveness. I hope you enjoy their message to you today. Our scripture reading for today comes from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 2, verses 36 to 38. Before I begin reading, I want to give you a little background of what happens leading up to this verse, as the song showed. According to Luke, Jesus' parents had taken him to the Jerusalem temple to be circumcised on the eighth day of his life, which is common in Jewish tradition. This is a scene that takes place once Jesus has been brought into the temple. Listen now for God's word. There was also a prophet, Anna, the daughter of Phanuel, of the tribe of Asher. She was of great age having lived with her husband seven years after her marriage, then as a widow at the age of 84. She never left the temple, but worshiped there with fasting and prayer night and day. At the moment she came and began to praise God and to speak about the child to all those who were looking for the redemption of Jerusalem. The word of the Lord. My name is Jody Raleigh, and I am a retired French teacher. Throughout my career, I led many groups of students to France. One of my most poignant memories occurred on the final evening of one of my trips. My students were all excited about the return trip to the States the following day, but I decided that I couldn't leave Paris without one more visit to the Cathedral of Notre Dame. I let them know that I was feeling a need for a final visit alone inside. I was very explicit that I wanted quiet time. After some conversation, they convinced me that they would remain silent. So I acquiesced and they accompanied me. It's important to mention at this point that this was the Saturday before Easter Sunday. We entered the Grand Cathedral, and much to our surprise, a mass was in progress, and every person inside the cathedral was holding a candle. The majestic organ was filling the cathedral with amazing music. I was enthralled by the magnificence of the moment. I truly felt God's presence. He was there with me, and I believe in my heart with every individual in that space. The emotions that I experienced that evening inside Notre Dame are very difficult for me to put into words. But what I can tell you is, I will never forget it. It's just like yesterday. To be standing in a cathedral whose construction began in 1163 and feeling the presence 
of the same God of the people that worshiped in that space for 853 years was moving, to say the least. I've been thinking about that number. 853 years is a very long time. Our faith has been around even longer than that. For me, Notre Dame is a powerful example of the resilience of our faith over time. This experience was the first time I felt truly connected to God. I carried that feeling out of Notre Dame and back to my life in America. There I was, a 49-year-old woman who had identified herself as a Christian since childhood. I had heard countless sermons that told me that God is present, but I didn't truly realize what that meant until that evening in the cathedral. Now, I don't know if you can relate to the idea of being told that God is present, but not truly feeling it in your heart. I want to assure you that this is not an uncommon experience. As we read in Luke's Gospel, there was a woman named Anna who basically spent her entire life in the temple doing the same routine day in and day out. She had never truly experienced God's presence until Jesus was carried into the temple by his parents. Think about it. Can you imagine waiting 84 years before truly experiencing the presence of God? The good news is you don't have to wait that long. I would like to suggest some ways that you can transition from believing in your head that God is truly there to feeling his presence right here in your heart. To help you understand how to make this transition, I need to tell you a little bit about the construction of Notre Dame. When we look at the cathedral today, it's hard for us to imagine that it took 100 years to complete. The spires of Notre Dame soar to heights higher than 300 feet with the main edifice constructed of stones weighing over 600 pounds each. Think about it. Imagine the effort necessary to mine these immense pieces of stone from the quarries and then to transport them to the construction site and ultimately to lift them to their intended place. These amazing architectural feats were accomplished without motor-driven cranes, which is almost unimaginable given how dependent we are on modern machinery for construction. Shortly after the completion of Notre Dame, word began to spread across Europe. People who had never even left the town in which they were born were all of a sudden traveling hundreds, sometimes thousands of miles to see this amazing structure 
that had been erected in honor of the Christian God. I've often wondered, when these Christians of long ago finally finished their pilgrimage and stepped inside, did they experience the presence of God in their heart as I did? I want to believe they did. The pull of the presence of God that inspired their journey continues to inspire us, and I think that we can learn something very important, very important, from the pilgrims. Their journey to experience the presence of God in their hearts is a roadmap to help us experience the presence of God. The first teaching I think we can learn from the pilgrims is that if we want to have an experience of God, we need to break our routines and push ourselves outside of our comfort zones. Those ancient pilgrims made an active decision to leave their day-to-day routines and do something that was out of the ordinary. I think we all need to admit that that can be pretty hard to do. One of the ways that I challenge myself is rather than jumping out of bed in the morning and brewing that daily cup of coffee, I have found that the peace and quiet of the early morning is a wonderful time to invite God into my heart. The demands of the day have yet to start, and I can truly focus on the one thing that matters. When I'm able to do this, I feel certain that no matter what I encounter in the course of that day, God is in my heart, and he will lead me through it. I suggest that you experiment with disrupting your your normal day-to-day activities. Perhaps driving somewhere new you've never been before. This might be just the impetus you need to develop the presence of God in your heart. Perhaps exploring nature, going out to a place like Zion National Park, will inspire you to see things just a little bit differently. The second teaching we can learn from these pilgrims is that discovering God's presence in our heart often results from shared experiences. The pilgrims of so many years ago formed bonds among the people with whom they walked. Although you might start the journey on your own or with a small group, these pilgrims would always meet strangers along the way who were making the same journey. These strangers were often welcomed into the group, causing the bond to grow stronger. They shared a common goal, to see that glorious cathedral and truly feel the presence of God in their heart. Through my years of teaching, I felt a stronger bond with some groups of students than others. This would be true of the group that accompanied me to Notre Dame on that life-changing evening. I've maintained contact with many of those students from the trip. I've attended some weddings, some baby showers. Every time I'm with them, I am aware of the presence of God in my heart, 
as I celebrate these occasions. In your own life, you might find this special bond with a family member, a friend, or perhaps a group of fellow church members. If you keep on searching, I feel confident that you will discover the right person or group with whom you can cultivate this special bond and have a shared experience. The third and final teaching we can learn from the pilgrims is that if you want to have an experience of God in your heart, you must be open to having the experience. The Christians who were making their way to Paris to see Notre Dame had only heard of its grandeur. Obviously, there was no television, no radios, no cell phones to transmit the images of this amazing structure. They couldn't even know for sure that the cathedral really existed. The pilgrims had no guarantee that they would have an experience of God from their journey, but they were certainly open to that possibility. In my opinion, this is a big reason why we come to church. Although you might not have a grand experience of God's presence here, like I did in Notre Dame, I was open to that experience because of the time I have spent in this church. Through the sermons, the music, the prayers, the scriptures, and the sense of community we experience together, we open ourselves to the possibility of having an experience of God. I believe that the time I have invested here made that night possible for me. On that awesome night in Paris, I was open to whatever experience God would place before me as I returned to the cathedral one last time. I encourage you to open yourself to the possibilities that God would place before you. Never close a door in your life because that might be the exact place where God is waiting to meet you. I would hope that you understand from my words this morning that you don't have to take a trip to Notre Dame in order to have an experience of God. You can have an experience of God right here, right now. But the truth is, it doesn't simply happen all by itself. I don't think we can all of a sudden move into a vastly deeper relationship with God. We must cultivate the relationship one step at a time. First, be willing to step outside of your routines. Second, seek out relationships where you can walk alongside those who desire the same experience as yourself. And finally, be open to having a deep experience of God in your heart. Those sacred moments are out there waiting for you. Make yourself receptive. Let God into your heart. God is worth it, and so are you. Amen. Thanks for listening. And if you want to learn more about First Presbyterian Church of Arlington Heights, 
please visit www.fpcah.org for more information on service times, directions, and to learn more about the First Pres Family of Faith.